I remember I remember this really golden era of my childhood where you know I can't I can't remember exactly what year it was but um I remember me and my brother and my sister getting our first game system. I don't recall us having a Nintendo. I always think my grandmom had one. My dad had one or something like that. It was always a relative, but our first from what I remember our first gaming system was a Sega Genesis and if anybody was epic enough to experience the 16-bit greatness of a Sega Genesis as a kid, then y'all know, just like I know, good and well that the first game that came with that system, who was it? Sonic the motherfucking Hedgehog, people. And this guy, love him or hate him, is going to be the topic <laughs> of this episode. Hopefully this, this doesn't get um, too ugly, because this will be a rant, people. This will be a rant. You know, I, I let it slide for long enough, but I, I said, you know what? I got some time, so I'll bang out an episode and just go on a little mini rant. And it is very well deserved because if you people saw what I saw two times over, you know, they dropped one trailer. They got some massive backlash. They dropped another trailer. <laughs> and this guy it still got backlash from me, from me personally. I don't know how everybody else felt about it, but let me just... uh. Let me let me let me take it back to what I was originally saying. People knew just like I did that Sonic the Hedgehog was a big deal for Sega Genesis system. And this dude was like it was basically the answer to Nintendo Super Mario Brothers, but a lot faster. You know, you had to be a lot quicker on your feet uh, as far as uh, as far as being a gamer and. That first game, man, one of the things that stood out, not only was it the gameplay, the graphics were cool for the time, and the music. The music. I remember um, getting into my teenage years, and I became more and more of a fan of um, Pharrell and the Neptunes. If you go back and listen to those those uh, those beats on Sonic, even the, even the later games, but the first one in particular, because that's the one they started out with, of course, um, they sound like Neptunes beats. They go hard, man. They go hard to really dreamy and spacey and they're hot as shit, man. And somebody who's a connoisseur of instrumentals and stuff like that. Like, I, I love those. I can listen to the Sonic um, soundtrack. Like, I can just run it through and, like, go to sleep to it or something. So, safe to say Sonic was, he was a big deal. He was Sega, he was Sega's poster child. I mean, he, he, still, he still is. You know, that was the, the hottest thing smoking when Sonic the Hedgehog came out and the cheat codes and shit like that came out and changed the whole game. But, you know, um, with that being said, you know, we had we went on to have Sonic 2, which introduced Tails. We had Sonic 3, which introduced Knuckles. You had Sonic and Knuckles, the game where you could flip the op the top of the cartridge open and you could put Sonic 2 on top of that or Sonic 3 on top of that and play as not like it was it was crazy you know Sonic was at the top of his game I had the games on Sega Saturn Sega um what was it Sonic 3D Blast Sonic R of course I had Sega Dreamcast Sonic Adventure was groundbreaking for that system they had a bunch of Sonic games that that went on and you know it was always you know with 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 I think with movies, I'm not going to say Double Dragon, but more so Mortal Kombat kind of paved the way for video game adaptations on screen. So it was always somewhere in the back of my mind. Like, I wonder what it would be like if they made a Sonic movie. But 
you know, I the, the closest thing I had to it as a kid was the cartoon or the cutscenes from the video games and the, the later video games for the, the more advanced systems. But it was always in the back of my mind what a movie would would be like. And one of the things I always had in the back of my mind was, listen, call up Pharrell and the Neptunes and have them produce the entire soundtrack, whether it be original music or there be like an orchestrated score. Like, call them up. You're already winning if you call them up. But here we are, people. 2019, we got a trailer a couple months ago, I think. For Sonic the Hedgehog, the live action film. Of course, Sonic is not uh, played by a real blue hedgehog. Um, he is CG. I don't know who, if anybody did motion capture, I know for the most part he is CG. And <sighs> let me tell y'all something, man. I'm a Sonic fan, all right? I'm, I'm more of a Sonic fan than I am Super Mario because I'm more of a Sega than Nintendo guy. Um, but. This first trailer they dropped, people, for one, before they even showed the design of, 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 of Sonic, I think we got a quick glimpse of Gangsta's Paradise plan before we got to see Sonic. That's strike one. Gangsta's Paradise, I, I don't know what grade A pharmaceutical shit they had in this, you know, while they were editing this trailer, but somebody decided Gangsta's Paradise was a good idea. No, 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 no. There is it's, it's no context whatsoever in, in putting that song in the trailer. I, I didn't understand it. That was um that was a, a definite red flag. And then when they showed the de first of all, they showed the design of Sonic in that first trailer. He looks terrible. I can't even explain what he looks like exactly. But Sonic looked terrible in that first trailer. And nothing in that first trailer did it for me. You got a live action mixed with CG. Sonic is CG, like I said. But then you got the casting. You've got Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. James Marsden. Marsden, sorry. As Tom. Tika Sumter as Annie. Neil McDonald as Bennings. And Ben Schwartz does the voice of Sonic. Now, with all of these cast members I just gave y'all, of course, top billing is Jim Carrey. And let me just tell y'all, man, Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, even in the first trailer, he, he does, he's not funny. There's no excitement. I get it that maybe it's an origin for Dr. Robotnik before he went crazy and lost his hair. Of course, it was a stinger at the end of the trailer where he does kind of look like a live action Robotnik, but it still didn't get me excited. But Jim Carrey is just kind of phoning it in here. And I'm not going to say the guy has lost his, lost his spunk. But he's just not funny. He's super dry in this. He, he's he's almost as dry as he was for me in Dumb and Dumber 2. You know, it's like one of those things where you wait a long time for something. And then when you get it, it's just like it's a slap in the face. Um, James Marsden, I, I, don't, I don't know what his motivation was for doing this movie. But his acting is getting worse and worse and worse and more comedic. Like, I think the last thing I laughed at him in was probably Death at a Funeral. And that movie was pretty bad. It wasn't funny for me much at all, even though he was the funniest part of the movie. But him playing in these cheesy, um, I can't remember, there was another movie he played in um, where he was alongside a CG animal of some kind. I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure somebody will remind me of it, but 
I, I just I don't I don't buy him as a leading man anymore at all. It's bad enough you didn't get enough to do with Cyclops and three X Men movies, but here you are fucking up a beloved property like Sonic the Hedgehog by doing this cheesy, cheap B movie comedian, just all these just sticks, whatever you want to call them. Now, Tika Sumter, she if anybody knows who that is, they know that she is from. I remember her from. What was it? Not 21 Jump Street. She plays Kevin Hart's wife, girlfriend, wife on. God damn it. What's the movie called with him and Ice Cube? Um, Ride Along. There we go. She plays um Kevin Hart's girlfriend on Ride Along. And I just don't I just don't I don't care for her acting. It's not that I don't like her. I just don't I don't care enough to like or dislike her. You know, she just like her. I just don't like the way her lines are delivered. I don't think she's a good actress at all. I mean, maybe I need to see her and more stuff. I know her and Tiffany Haddish have a movie out. I didn't have no interest in seeing that shit either. And I love Tiffany Haddish. Shout out to her. If by any God given chance she hears this episode. But we have Neil. Neil McDonough. McDonough. McDunu. I'm going to call him McDonough. Who plays Bennings? This guy, he gets a little back and forth with Jim Carrey in the beginning of the trailer. He, this guy should have known not to be in any more fucking video game movies after he played M. Bison in the movie, which I'm pretty sure is near and dear to people's vomit and shit on their shoe Street Fighter, The Legend of Chung Lee. That was one of the worst video game movies I've ever seen in my life to the point where I can't even really finish it. If I do finish it, it's by mistake. But he played M. Bison. I don't buy him as a, he he's hit or miss. He's okay playing like a a cocky asshole, like in Walking Tall with the Rock. He was okay as like the villain guy in the town. But here, I I hope he's a throwaway character because he's one of those guys he kind of gets he kind of gets overwhelming to look at because he's got a really smug look about him. He looks like he plays golf on Sundays and talks about black people all day long. I don't know, and he looks like he's he beats the shit out of his wife. That's just the that's the vibe I get off that guy. I'm pretty sure he's a he's a great human being and all of that, but it's like some people take roles where it um. It makes me categorize them, and I, I know that's not fair, but that's just something that I, I know I'm not the only person that shares this opinion out there listening, so don't y'all, don't y'all judge me for that. Don't judge me. And and Ben Schwartz uh, doing the voice of Sonic is just, I, I'm, I'm, I would rather have Jaleel White. Jaleel White did the voice of Sonic for the cartoon, and I'd, I'd rather keep it that. At least he, at least he sounded cool and everything, but this, this movie, people, first of all, I feel like my head's about to explode and I'm only like 11 minutes in. Um, the, the first trailer is it's just, you know, f- for one, don't gas me up and say from the producers of the Fast and Furious. How dare, how dare y'all use the Fast and Furious in the, in the, in the same trailer as this piece of shit looking ass movie? I don't even know. Of course, I know why they did that. They wanted to get people fired up, like all oh, Fast and Furious producers, and we got a fast uh, CG character from the, from the video games. Bet, like, no, nope. I'm not excited in the slightest bit. There was a scene that could have been cool, and the only reason it could have been cool was the sound effect and the way they slowed it down and sped it up. There's a scene where Rob- Robotnik is chasing Sonic, who of course is in the passenger seat riding shotgun. Um, and James Martin is, um, Marsden. I keep mispronouncing this guy's last name, but that's what he gets for being in this piece of shit. But 
uh, they're driving and Robotnik is chasing them in this. I don't know what the hell it is. Of course, it's Robotnik. So he's got to have some crazy, wacky um, robotic contraptions like he you know, that's what he's known for. And that's one thing I was I was really looking forward to. I don't know. Maybe they got some stuff in store that they didn't show in the trailer, but I was really looking forward to seeing a lot of different um, Dr. Robotnik hijinks and and contraptions and vehicles and stuff like that spaceships and shit we only get a couple glimpses of them maybe like three at the most but um there is a scene where sonic jumps out the car and he does a spin dash and it makes that classic nostalgic noise and he does a spin dash and he flips robotnik's tank over cool that's all right it's okay it's actually okay it's okay it's not great but then robotnik has like a little mini car that comes out the bottom of it and starts chasing him. Okay, that's 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 cute and all. It's not enough to sell me on this shit though. And then you know throughout the trailer, of course we we get the classic gangsters paradise. We get LV up on that hook. You know, um, we get the hook over and over, and we get to see glimpses of Sonic running around, getting chased by Robotnik. Robotnik's got like some type of ship, and he's shooting rockets at him. We get to see Sonic. Um, he uses the he uses the rings as teleportation devices now because there's a shot where he throws the ring and it transfers James Marsden and Tika Sumter to uh, to a different area. So I, I don't know, man. Like it's, it's like everything that they're that they're throwing at me is just not impressive at all. It's not impressive at all. And. This guy who directed this movie, his name is Jeff Fowler, and he he has only I think this is his only this is his first film. I, from what I know, he's only done a short film called Go for Broke. Now listen to that again, people. Go for broke, go for broke. Like that is how this movie is spelled. That is how this movie, this short film is presented, and I'm guessing it's about a gopher. Um, yes, the animal for anybody that's confused out there and it's called go for broke. So it's uh, red flags everywhere. You, you people hear me stuttering out there. I almost turned into, I don't even know, turned into a video game or cartoon character, my damn self. But this, this is just the, the, the trailer, you know, it got some really bad backlash and yeah they do have a like i said they have a stinger at the end where robotnik puts his puts his goggles on and his mustache is all uh flailed out and he kind of like i said he looks like if dr robotnik had this was him before the weight gain you know maybe he was really stressed out and ate himself into being that crazy dude but that stinger at the end wasn't even enough to get me excited and then there's like there's bad jokes there's dry humor there's just uh, i don't know man they're walking into the they're walking into a building and they've got sonic in a duffel bag and he's just cracking jokes while they're trying to act normal and i'm i'm just not buying any of this shit at all and i remember when the trailer when i was done watching it um i posted it I, I, I really wanted to do a reaction right then and there but i hadn't started the um the podcast yet when the first trailer had dropped and i really was just so so disappointed i almost said disgusted but it was like i was so so disappointed that they waited this long and with all the whole i look at it like this hollywood directors i want y'all to listen to me real quick there is enough and i think i might have said this with uh the mortal kombat episode talking about the upcoming movie there's been enough homework for you motherfuckers out there to know what and what not to do 
you guys could have looked at the Super Mario Brothers movie and known what what to do and what not to do. And honestly, this I, I don't know how this is going to play out. These they, this has three writers on it: Josh Miller, Patrick Casey, and this guy named Oren Uziel. I don't know who these guys are. I don't know what type of sense of humor you guys have, but none of these jokes are landing. Um, these action scenes look just, they look plain considering what people can do nowadays with, with technology and just the way action scenes are constructed. Like watch the mission impossible movies for God's sakes as homework, watch it as a template. I know it's two different types of films, but action is action people. You know what I mean? Especially if you're going to gas people up and say from the producers of a fast and furious series, it's like, come on, man, y'all got to know better. If you knew better, you do better. So that being said, that trailer was ass. So this is one thing that I actually could respect. These producers, directors, the cast and crew or the crew, mostly the crew, they listened to the backlash for the sonic design. And they said, you guys don't like it. Fuck it. We'll change it. And it cost them some million dollars, but they actually took the time out to listen to the feedback from the fans and give them a better Sonic design. Classy. That is in really good taste, people. I, I will say that to the makers of the film. I will shout y'all out on that one thing. That is something that Hollywood execs and producers could give a shit about. They could get backlash from a trailer and they could leave the movie as is and say, fuck it. You guys are going to get what we give y'all because we're going to put asses in the seats regardless. We're going to make some type of money off of it. We might lose some, but... We're going to be good regardless, but they actually, you know, they took the time out to redesign Sonic. And I will say that's another thing I will give it. Sonic does look better, but one of the things they did with the trailer, they polished it up a little more. I feel like they polished it up. They might've added some more stuff to it. And, um, I feel like they add, they opened up with Sonic in, what is it? Green Hill zone. The first board, the very first board in the very first Sonic game. Um, I feel like they added that in there just for shits and giggles, like just to just to get people amped. like, all right, now they really going to give it. They really going to give us a good trailer this time. No, you open up with that. And Green Hills, Green Hill looks beautiful. It looks amazing. Um, it, it looks like how it looks in a video game. Sonic even goes through a loop de loop at some point in the movie. They changed his sneakers. They changed like how his body looks a little bit. They, they definitely changed his face to make him look more like the uh, the Sonic we know and love. Even a cartoon Sonic, not so much the game, but I mean, they gave it a mixture of, of both, but it's, it's a hell of a lot better than what we got. And then after the Green Hill, um, you know, when Sonic transports or teleports to Earth, um, you know, it's the same shit over and over. It's Robotnik hunting Sonic down to see what his powers do and all of this shit. And it's, it's, it's weak humor, it's flat jokes, dry everything like nothing, nothing works here. Now, I don't know, I don't know what y'all plan on doing. It'd be nice if y'all took this shit back one more again and, and, you know, did everything over because you can't, you can't copy and paste, not even copy, but you can't paste a brand new Sonic design in the same shitty ass movie. It's not going to, you're not going to get me like that. And I feel like that's a, uh, I feel like that's a pump fake to, to true fans like, like myself. Now, I, I will say, I fell off after Sonic Adventure 2. I've never played Sonic, Sonic Mania that came out in Japan and Sonic Mania and here, like, I, all that stuff. I didn't really get into it, but 
This is a this is a character in a game that I grew up on. It was very near and dear to my heart. Now, when I say when Sonic Spinball came out, that was the cause of I think that was both the cause of anxiety and um, migraines. My first experience with anxiety and migraines as a kid, because Sonic Spinball, if anybody out there could feel me on this, y'all know that game was frustrating as hell. Y'all know it was fun in the beginning. Oh, shit, it's a pinball game, but we get to play as Sonic. But y'all know, y'all know that that is one of the hardest Sonic, Sonic games that they ever made. And they made it just to create super villains like Dr. Robotnik in real life, because the shit is just it induced so much pain when you can't beat the game or you can't beat the robotic that shit is we're not even gonna get into that i would have even been cool with a, a a whole cg movie of sonic the hedgehog you could have made it like sonic spinball just so it wasn't what everybody expected i feel like that would have been a safer way to go they should have made the movie all cg or they should have had you know cg landscapes they should have created sonic's world and brought maybe two or three at the most human characters into his world then that way we get the best of robotnik in that world we get the best of sonic in that world doing his thing we get the best of the landscapes you could have made beautiful cg landscapes out of all of these levels they had you know you had green hill you had marble zone you had spring yard you had starlight you had this special stage that could have been some trippy mushroom shit you know you you have all of these things that you can play around with the chaos emeralds the the animals that robotnik turned into monster machines like you have all these things you could have possibly played around with had you done the movie differently but instead this movie takes place what from what it looks like mostly on earth which is probably going to be the second and third act of the movie and probably lots of the first i feel like we're only going to get a little bit of sonic's world in the beginning before something bad happens and he has to come over here to us but I really feel like this is this is this is uh this movie is not this movie hasn't learned clearly from the looks of the trailer they haven't learned shit you know and this is one of the reasons why I I I want to have faith in video game adaptations on screen but I can't I can't you know because we've come this far into this genre and we keep taking steps backwards you know I I feel like if you did if you went with i feel like if, if hollywood execs went with the lesser known games or the underrated games for uh live action cg blends i feel like it would work a lot better like sonic of course people want a sonic movie because it's fucking sonic but i feel like give me an altered beast if anybody remembers that that's a game where you know two two guys are brought back from the dead you know they fight the undead they fight monsters creatures in, in order to save this princess uh, no, this is not Super Mario Brothers, but it sounds like a dark ass horror gothic version of Super Mario Brothers. I'm explaining, but no, people know Altered Beast. You change into different animals throughout a werewolf, a tiger, um, a dragon, a bear, shit like that. Give me an Altered Beast movie. Give me an Eternal Champions movie. Give me a Final Fight movie. Shit like stuff that people don't expect. But with a Sonic movie, is so much hype built around it that if you fuck it up, you're you're done for. Like Jeff Fowler, man. Best of luck to you as a director, bro, because this is this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad. I'm pretty sure they'll drop a final trailer or something like that. Like, I feel like even something if you, you could put tails in there or give me knuckles during a post credit scene and I'll just be like, eh, whatever, man. Like the, the, the live action and CG blends are hit and miss anyway. 
you know, I'm pretty sure anybody that has seen like shit like Rocky and Bullwinkle or Woody Woodpecker when they do live action CG mixes, nothing's going to top who framed Roger Rabbit. Let's get real, people. That's the template for live action mixed with animation CG shit. Nothing's going to top that. Nothing. And shout out to whoever made Cool World. That's actually a pretty good underrated movie. But that's more so animation as opposed to the CG shit we're getting now. Like Ninja Turtles was a live action CG blend or something like that. Um, yeah, but this 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 one here, man, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it, it just seems like they just made a movie. I mean, this isn't maybe kids will like it. Maybe kids who have no idea who Sonic is will like it. But adults like me, like myself, you know, um, even my daughter, my daughter, who's four, she does. She didn't look impressed at this shit in the slightest. And it's for very good reason, because she has good taste in film like her father. But. I, like adults like me, if I, if I had even was trash splash drunk enough to even pay money to see this shit, I would probably be in the theater with the bottle, just drinking that shit to the neck. Like, listen, I don't even know why y'all are here i know why i'm here self-torture but why y'all are here is beyond me like i i don't know i i feel like when i watch this nothing nothing will redeem it no no post credit you can put them in spring yard and play the music and but the way this movie looks like it's structured it's going to be yet another reason why people have no faith in video game adaptations it's and it's just what it is you know we just recently had, what did we have? Tomb Raider, not too long ago. It was pretty basic. It was better than the Angelina Jolie movies, but it's still pretty basic. Like, it wasn't anything epic. You had Assassin's Creed, which I have yet to see. I was actually excited to see it, but it got terrible, terrible reviews. Terrible reviews, and I don't even understand how that happened because the cast looks amazing. Michael Fassbender um, in the lead role, that sold me by itself. But, um... I can't remember what other video game adaptations we had um, before that. It, it kind of makes me want to backtrack. You know, we had, I feel like movies like Super Mario Brothers, and this isn't just for movies that have like a, like a, a, a titular character like Sonic or like Super Mario. Um, I feel like just video game movies in general, we should know what to do and what not to do because of movies like Super Mario, because of movies like, uh, I'm not going to say Resident Evil because the more and more I go back and watch that first movie, um, that's actually the second best movie in the series. And even though those movies are batshit crazy and they're they're not necessarily great, they're entertaining at least. I'm not bored. You know, um, the the first Resident Evil, there, there was a lot of nods to the original in there, so that gets a pass. And the series is, it does action and monsters and creatures and zombies pretty well. Um, House of the Dead, on the other hand, is definitely a movie that they should do homework on and take notes on how to never ever 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 do a house of the dead is probably one of the worst if not one of the worst zombie movies i've ever seen it's one of the worst movies i've ever seen period um this could be a whole different rant by itself people and i i, I mean that that uh that movie uve bowl is the director if people know and Uwe Boll is a guy who can't take criticism for his shitty movies to the point where he wants to get in a boxing ring and box the people that talk about his movies, which is so petty, 
so childish. It's like make better films. You're not built for Hollywood if you can't deal with criticism. I have to learn that myself. And I'm not even, you know, trying to be in a Hollywood like spotlight, but I have to learn to take criticism myself. I don't want to go box everybody that wants to, you know, critique my shit. House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, Blood Rain, all directed by Uwe Boll. And apparently he has a knack for making video game movies bad. Um, Tekken has a movie. Dragon Ball Z has a movie. I won't watch either one of them because of the things I've heard. Even though I go off my own opinion, I'm not going to go off of the opinions of um, what, what the hell am I trying to say? You see people, you see how this uh, how this topic alone, not only does it have me ranting, but it just has me like almost at a loss for words. Like I keep having these brain fart moments. Basically, Tekken and um, Dragon Ball Z, I will not watch. Um, Street Fighter actually gets an honorable mention as a bad video game movie because it's funny as hell. It's not good, but the cast is pretty interesting. You actually, you know, John Claude, Ralph Julia, you had Andrew Bynarski, who was, I think he was typecast as Zangief. Uh, if anybody knows who Andrew Bynarski is, that's the guy who played Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw remake and prequel. But at least Street Fighter was funny. It was so bad. It was funny. And the humor actually landed half the time. More times than a couple. But this shit, people, Sonic is, um, they gonna have to come out with another system to compensate for this movie, I feel like, because I don't feel like anybody's gonna want a sequel after this. Um, I, I, I wish there was like a redeeming quality that I had to give you guys, but I'm sorry, man. I really don't. And just every everything involved, the actors involved, and this this is no diss to Jim Carrey at all, man. I love Jim Carrey, man. He's he's a big part of my childhood. I watched him when he was the fucking Fire Marshal Bill in Living Color, for God's sakes. And his movie number twenty three is one of the most underrated movies he's ever starred in. Shout out to Joel Schumacher for for making a hell of a creepy ass like psychological thriller. If anybody hasn't seen the number twenty three with Jim Carrey, please check that movie out. It's it's insane and one of his uh one of Jim Carrey's uh best movies, hands down top five for me at least. But Jim Carrey here, man, I don't know. It's 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 like he's he's playing a character. He is a character actor, but this one ain't working. And I don't know if it's how he perceives Dr. Robotnik in his head. I don't know if he watched the cartoon or, you know, uh, any of the cutscenes in the game or it, I don't know what his uh, what his motivation was for this for this for this take on Dr. Robotnik. But it's, it's not good, man. It's not good at all. And I don't know. Sonic could become supersonic. He could he could literally people and you fans out there know what I'm talking about when I'm about to hit y'all with this nostalgia. This motherfucker could literally pick up 50 rings at some point and jump into the sky in this movie and turn into supersonic and wreck everything in his path. And I still don't think it would do anything for me. I really don't. I honestly don't. Like I said, you can have tails in it. You can give me um you can give me Knuckles. You could. Uh, you can give me Amy. You can give me Big the Cat. Like I don't care who you put in here. I I, I have no no high expectations at all um, for this movie. And I don't even think. Like I said, I don't think a, a a final trailer will do it for me. Now, if it does, if it does, let me say this: if a final trailer drops and I see something that catches my eye. Actually, I'll make a deal with y'all. I have to see several things, at least three or four. 
No, fuck that. Five. I got to see five things that catch my eye because these these trailers look like shit. So I need to see five things. This is the deal I'm going to make y'all, my listeners out there, my tutor reviewers, because this is how much I love y'all. I will make y'all a deal. I will backtrack and and uh and, and renege on this episode. I won't delete it, but I will make another episode eating my words. If I see five things in the final Sonic the Hedgehog trailer that catch my eye and get me excited, I will praise it and I will do another episode for this is only for the people that um this is only for the people that uh actually have praise for this movie because i know it's a fan base out there i you know i I look at comments every once in a while i won't comment amongst the big crowd of strangers because people are just weird like that and people are really fucking rude but you know i usually i'll read over them i'll just stay to myself sometimes if i feel really strongly about it i'll comment but i know there is a there is a fan base for this for this movie and i know there are people out here that are hyped for this movie that are my age and that grew up with the games and i'm pretty sure there's a fan base out there of of younger kids who aren't all too familiar with sonic and that's that's understandable because they didn't grow up with it they don't know what the character meant to us what the game system meant to us when we got it but they don't you know they don't have that type of um the character of sonic doesn't have that type of, of of hold on them and you know like like i said man i'm i'm just disappointed with how how the movie's looking thus far because i you know I don't I haven't gamed in a while like I haven't played a game bought a game system in so long but one of the things I do know is that if anybody could ask me something about you know maybe the first couple Sonic games or um the the later ones that came for Saturn and Dreamcast if somebody was to ask me questions about that I could answer them because that's the stuff I grew up on that's the stuff I spent my days you know my week my weekends my days after my nights after doing my homework like I spent hours uh playing these games you know getting it getting attached to these games and getting attached to finding secrets and shit so i feel like there's nothing nostalgic you know you don't even have to give me a a, a trailer full of easter eggs but i feel like there's not there's not not enough nostalgia for me to hold on to um this movie or to be excited for this movie i feel like it's just going to be uh i feel like it's going to be one of the worst movies to come out that month i really do and I, I, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the backlash because like I said, I'm not going to pay money to see this. I'm going to probably watch it online or something. Um, cause that's money. I can never money and time in a theater. I can never get back. I'll end up getting caught for trying to sneak into another movie because I felt cheated if I ever decide to pay for this. But you know, any, any, and this is no diss to anybody out there. You know, we all have our opinions. I just personally think it's going to be a piece of shit. And I, I hope <clears throat> this is why I'm glad movies like Mortal Kombat aren't coming until 2021 because they have enough time to look at this. They probably looked at it. They're still in production, if I'm not mistaken, or I think they might have wrapped. I'm not sure. I cannot remember. And I should remember this because I just did an episode uh, on this not too long ago. But this is what happens when old age is, you know, old age is creeping up on me, people. I won't reveal my age on here, but my birthday is Wednesday and I'm, I'm starting to feel it, feeling a little senile here, but, um, I'm glad Mortal Kombat is taking his time to, to, to come out and be released because they probably saw the first Sonic trailer and was like, Ugh, we probably, um, you know, we, we good, we good here. But then they probably saw the second trailer and was like, oh, so they listened to the fan service. Now, I don't know how much fan service Mortal Kombat is listened to, but that's always good. And like I said, I'll go back and I'll say again, 
that is one thing I respect about these filmmakers is that they listen to the feedback from the fans and they went and changed the design for people's nostalgic liking. I, I will always respect you guys for that, but I still think you're dealing with a piece of shit on your hands. This movie really, I feel like this movie should, this is a movie where, and I've seen some bad trailers, people, like as of recently, and that's another episode I'll get into um, either tonight or tomorrow, maybe, or sometime this week, either way. Um, I've seen some bad trailers, people, and this is a move. None of those bad trailers I've seen hit me like this one did. This is a movie where I feel like they should pull it from. They should pull it off the shelf. They should. Um, I, I know they probably spent a, a, a pretty penny on this production, and Sega probably spent a pretty penny on this production and all that good stuff. Paramount and all you know, they got instead of the little Paramount stars, they got little Sonic rings around it. That's cute and everything. But this is a movie I'd sincerely with from the bottom of my heart, people, I feel like they should just they should uh, they should cancel this film. They should really literally pull it off the shelves and just chalk it. And if they do decide to do it, they should just construct an entire new movie, maybe keep the Sonic model uh, design. But take, you know, I know people probably got paid for the movie, but this does this shouldn't be released. It really shouldn't. And that's that's really that's my honest opinion on it. Like, I, it, it really shouldn't be released. Like, that's how bad it looks for me. And I've seen some bad trailers, people. Trust me. <clears throat> Trust me, I really have. But I, you know, I'm not gonna. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spend any more time on it. I feel like the. I feel like I did all right, y'all. I feel like I did all right. I, I was gonna make a. You know, I was gonna make a crazy rant on this, but I. I kept it. I kept it calm. Kept it cordial. You know, branched off and talked about some other bad video game uh adaptations that we've gotten just just briefly just briefly but um overall yep this does not uh this does not interest me at all people and i don't know i, I think they should take every film real uh they should somebody should break into paramount and they should um grab every film real of sonic the hedgehog the movie and burn it just burn it, burn it, and um, and maybe dance around the uh, you know, burn it in a steel trash can, and maybe dance around it, or play the Sonic uh, the Sonic tunes, play the the whole original soundtrack of the first Sonic game, and dance around it until every reel of that movie burns in the Paramount parking lot. And of course, somebody's going to get arrested and all that type of stuff, but I feel like it'll be well worth it. You know, it's nothing too incriminating. It's just a fire. You know, it's it's good for uh, it, it is winter time, so it's it's good for um. I don't know. Maybe say that they were burning the the film reels to you know help the homeless people that were squatting in um Paramount just hanging out. You know, you're actually doing a good deed. So there should be no jail time at all for burning every reel of Sonic the Hedgehog. And that's just how I feel about it, people. And that's and with that being said, I'm, I'm going to wrap this episode up. And of course, yours truly, Romero Tudor. It's another episode of Tudor Reviews in the can. Shout out to all my Tudor reviewers out there. Shout out to Anchor for putting the platform out there. Shout out. Listen, man. Y'all really been holding me down. I know I say it every episode, but I'm always going to show the love back. Y'all can follow this podcast, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker Radio, Public Pocket Cast, whatever else it's on. And, you know, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Romero Tudor. Got a Facebook movie group, Cinemaniacs. 
movies, music, video games. You know, if y'all want to join Cinemaniacs, jump on there. Let me know if y'all want to talk about this movie since we talk video games in there. You know, we could talk back when Sonic was worth something and not, uh, you know, portrayed as a fucking sidekick in this. I need, I'm, I'm going to wrap this up, people, before I really start ranting. But another episode in the can, people. I'll catch y'all on the next one.